hired Billy Donovan? What? What? Yeah, that happened. The Bulls just hired Billy Donovan to be their new head coach. And I'm like, wow, that's a splash. And I am excited about the hire. There's no doubt about that. And the reason why is because that's a slam dunk hire. That's a top shelf hire. I'm really surprised. Maybe I shouldn't be, though. But I'm used to seeing the Bulls get to the middle of the shelf or the bottom of the shelf to find their head coach. And they went to the top shelf and they found Billy Donovan, a guy with a terrific pedigree from college and in the NBA. His success from the Thunder is just terrific. A lot of wins, a lot of playoff appearances. Billy Donovan is that guy. One of the hottest free agent head coaches that were available after he left the Thunder looking for a new challenge. And his new challenge is the Chicago Bulls. I mean, props to Karnaschovas and Eversley for getting it done. Because I was hearing rumors about the Bulls looking for a head coach. But Donovan was on the list, sure. But today, they cinched it quietly, quietly, that they signed Billy Donovan to be the next head coach for the Chicago Bulls. Now, here's the thing. You and I both know this. It doesn't mean that the Bulls are going to win a championship next year. But what it does mean is that it accelerates the expectations for the Chicago Bulls. Because you have someone that is a veteran that has been a head coach for a long time and a successful head coach. Not just some bum, not just some guy that's part of the, the good old boys club that knows ownership. No, this is completely fresh and completely new. I'm here to tell you right now, if Carter Shelvis and Eversley are not in this spot... It's someone else that's a head coach. Someone else that we either don't know or wouldn't like. But Billy Donovan is that dude. It is a solid hire by the Chicago Bulls today. I gotta give me some fresh Bulls gear. I gotta get online and give me some fresh Bulls gear because I'm back in. It feels different. And ultimately what I've been saying for years. If you haven't heard me say this before, I'll say it to you for the first time. You love the idea of commitment to winning, a commitment to winning. And when you are new in the job and you see that Jim Boylan is a boob and you say, okay, you know, Jim Boylan is not part of our vision for the future for this Bulls team. We want to hit the ground running. So we're not going to go with Jim Boylan and see what he can and cannot do. We'll hire someone that can help this Bulls team achieve success, incremental success, but success nonetheless. And so I'm excited about the hire. I cannot wait until tomorrow morning to talk to David Kaplan about it uh, on Cap and J Hood mornings from 7 to 10 on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. I cannot wait. The reason why is because I'm excited today because it feels fresh. It feels new. That's when you're getting someone quality. For those that are skeptical, like, oh, not sure, you know, Billy Dime in Oklahoma City didn't work out. Just like um, find someone that is better. As far as the resume is concerned, that's what I'm looking at, the resume. The resume tells me that Billy Donovan is the right guy to be able to tutor this next generation of Bulls. It is, without a doubt, the toughest job that Billy Donovan has had in a long time. Because the Bulls are not a ready-made product just as of yet. People think that the Bulls are going to be bombing threes from all over the place, like a million threes. They didn't hire Mike D'Antoni, thank goodness. It's not Mike D'Antoni. It's Billy Donovan. And along with being a good teacher, well-respected, he's also someone that can lure free agents. Eversley can do that. 
Art Carney, Karnashovas can do that. But I think Billy Donovan can do that as well. You know what's really cool? I don't know if you noticed this on Twitter. Every step of the way, when Billy Donovan was available to be a head coach for someone, you know who was always in his corner tweeting, like, quote-tweeting Billy Donovan, searching for another job? Bradley Beal. I wonder why that is. Anyone that's around NBA circles knows that Bradley Beal should not be in Washington. Look, I know that he's really the face of Washington Wizards basketball, but ultimately I'd like for him to be in a bigger market and be in a position where he can really succeed and help a basketball team and really take it to another step. wonder why Bradley Beal continues to root for Billy Donovan on social media. I wonder if Bradley Beal would like to play for the Chicago Bulls. That's real talk. The other thing, too, that just blows my mind is that it seems so different now in 2020 versus even just a year ago, just 12 months ago. Because with Billy Donovan and this new staff that's in the front office, it feels like free agents now, maybe not the very, very top of the top A-listers, but it feels like more free agents will look at the organization differently, fresh set of eyes, a fresh coat of paint for the Bulls on the west side. And you're saying, hmm, let's see, Billy Donovan is there, Carter Shoves is there, Eversley's there, three guys that are respected, three guys respected in NBA circles. Maybe I might want to hang my head in Chicago, which is something that I've been waiting for for a long time, a quality free agent. So I'm here to tell you that I cannot wait till tomorrow morning. I want to jump on here and tell you that I'm excited about the hire because it feels fresh. Again, nothing's guaranteed in the NBA, right? Nothing's guaranteed. But I will say that I would rather take Billy Donovan than another year of Jim Boylan or someone without experience. I don't need an inexperienced guy learning on the job. I need an experienced guy to be able to help the young core move forward for this Bulls run with this new regime. It's a good thing, Bulls fans. For those of you skeptical, be skeptical. I can understand. But for me, as someone who follows the league, that covers the league, text messages I got from people around the league, people that are fans of the league, they were like, oh, but that's a big step up in class to have Billy Donovan as the head coach for the Chicago Bulls. Because if Bax and Gara are there, more than likely it does not happen. But I love the hire of Billy Donovan. I'm all in with this. Now let's see what the Bulls' next step is. How do they get better as a basketball team? Who are Billy Donovan's assistants? I keep seeing trends of like, oh, Joe Kim Noah's got to come back to the Bulls as a assistant coach or as a player. Well, yeah, they are. They were together in Florida. Maybe that happens. Maybe it doesn't. But really, the bottom line is that Billy Donovan is the head coach, all right? So all this other nonsense and fluff does not matter to me. I'm just happy that we have a viable NBA head coach in a big market like Chicago. He didn't go to Brooklyn. He didn't go to Indianapolis. He didn't go to some of these other spots that are open or will open soon. He came to Chicago. It feels big because it is big. Tomorrow morning, I'll be on with David Kaplan between 7 and 10 for Cap and J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Hope that you tune in. I bet that's the lead story. Let's something else break there. I bet that's the lead story. The Bulls have a new head coach, uh, and I'm all for it. All right? I got to go now. I'm going to go buy me some fresh Bulls gear because I'm all about it right now. See ya. Oh, man. It's unbelievable. Well, I can't stop talking about it. I'm going to call Nick right now.
I'm calling Nick Friedel. Let me reach out to him. I'm in. Billy Donovan. Oh my God. <laughs> there he is, Nick. There he is, Billy Donovan. The new head coach for the Chicago Bulls. I had to go and talk to my guy, Nick Friedel from ESPN.com, and get your initial reaction. Sir, how are you? I am good, my man. How are we doing? I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm feeling good today um, because of that hire. Here's the first thing. as you, all, you know this better than anybody. You know that you have the makings of a good organization when no one knows what you are doing. You notice that the head coaching job for the Bulls, it simmered. You did not hear a lot of noise around it. And then the big splash happens. What does that say for Karnaschovas and Eversley that they try to keep it under wraps as much as possible and then the big splash today? A great first sign, Hoodie, because I couldn't agree with you more. The best organizations work in silence on so many levels. And then when they're ready to make some news... They do on their own way, uh, and they have control over what they want the narrative to be, and there's not a lot of leaks uh, all over the place. So uh, a good, really good first sign for the front office, and uh, I think it, it is a, a good harbinger of things to come. What do you think of the hire of Billy Donovan versus others that were young assistants or uh, some of the other veteran coaches that were available? Cody, uh, Billy Donovan's the the name brand of this coaching carousel. He's the guy. He is. If you if you had your your most notable, most deserving choice. In the moment, it's Billy Donovan, and and it's by a long, wide margin. I mean, Kenny Atkinson, uh, I think he had some, there was some interest for him, but he's not a guy who's going to move the needle much. Uh, you know, a- any other name that was out there, and uh, I know our, our friend Mark Spears uh, named some of the other uh, coaches that, that got an interview, none of those other guys uh, in any kind of uh, national way, especially in Chicago, were, were name brands. So you know what you're getting with Billy Donovan. He won at the highest level in college with Joe Kino and the Gators. Uh, he won a lot of games for the Thunder. And I think most importantly for this hire, he helped turn around a team last year that was struggling to find its way after making the deal to trade Russell Westbrook and kind of having to create a new culture with a bunch of younger players on the fly. So I'm curious to see how he handles not only the spotlight in Chicago, but the roster situation in the moment. But if you're a Bulls fan, you've got to be excited on this front. There are a lot of different ways the team could have gone historically they haven't always gone for the guy that, that makes a ton of money and that will cost the most. And in this case, Donovan is going to cost plenty. And he brings with it instant name brand recognition and a reputation for getting wins on various levels. 
The recruiting aspect, Nick, also is important to me because it's one thing for Eversley to have that 10 years at Nike and know the inner workings, the back channels to be able to get things done. Karnaschovas with his European uh, connections. I mean, the reason why Denver's in this position now, Karnaschovas is part of that. And then the ability for Donovan to be a recruiter. And again, we're not talking about his Florida roots. We're just talking about him and his relationship with NBA players. I just think that hire from that standpoint makes sense because if you're able to get your your bottom of the you know bottom of the A high B free agent, that would be a hell of a lot better than having to mortgage the future for for a talent like Pax and Gar had to do from time to time. No question, and hoodie that that had to be a factor in the hiring because we know he can recruit at the highest level. We saw it happen at Florida. We know that he had success with that Thunder team, although the knock on Billy is that he had Kevin Durant and he couldn't keep him, although I'd argue knowing Kevin and having covered him now for a couple of years, I, I, I would think that it wouldn't really matter who was the coach in that moment at <laughs> Oklahoma City. Yes, He was probably going elsewhere. But the point is, the guy knows what he's doing. And when you sit in the room with NBA players, you got to know what to say and you got to know how to act. And again, he brings with him cachet in the league and the respect of a lot of guys who have come through that system that's got built, uh, Brooks built initially in OKC and, and that Donovan helped lead to uh, at least close to title contention for a few years. So uh, I think in the end, out of all the options that were out there, if you if you wanted to try an assistant, a first-time assistant, great, okay, you can roll the dice and hope you get the next Nick Nurse uh, and and see what happens, or a Tibbs. I mean, he had so much success early in his Bulls tenure. But if you wanted a sure thing in this moment, Billy Donovan was about as sure of a thing as you could get. If this is Garn Pax, it's Boylan returning, isn't it? I would think so, yeah. Uh, but I would I would defend my old pals Garn Pax in this way, hoodie. Uh, <laughs> and I, I say this having having lived way too many nights with you, going through all the the various moves that may or may not have occurred. Gar and Pax, I think, when history uh, looks at that time period, they made plenty of mistakes, but they also took a lot of bullets for the Reinsdorfs. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason why uh, Arturis and Eversley are to a point now where they're making these pretty drastic changes, firing Boylan, bringing in Billy Donovan, is because they they took control. And they said, this is the way it's going to be. And so to your point, if, if Gar and Pax are still in place, yeah, I think Boylan is back. But I think that is more because the Reinsdorfs wanted him back. And, and the difference now is that uh, the, the new front office is running the show the way they want to. And again, if you're a Bulls fan, that is another great sign because the Reinsdorfs historically want things run the way they want them run. Uh, money and profit is at the top of the list uh, for so many years. And I think these are good first signs that you hope continue into the next few years for the front office. 
It all circles back to All-Star Weekend, my friend. Our conversation for All-Star Weekend. Yep. Michael Reinsdorf walking in the room. And I said this to to the listeners. I said, Nick, if I'm Michael Reinsdorf and I'm with all the other owners in Chicago, last time we could actually were able, actually able to be together before COVID was All-Star Weekend, I people would know that I have generational wealth. People know that my father hung six championships but I could never be in that room and feel comfortable if I'm Michael Reinsdorf because, yes, the United Center is full. Yes, uh, you have uh, a ton of revenue. But ultimately, when you walk in the room, people want to know whether or not you are running a good ship. Do you have championships that are, are coming? And the answer is no to that. And I think that there are some owners, especially the ones that you cover, probably look at the Reinsdorfs and go, yeah, that was kind of cool in the 90s, but look at us. This is how you do it in the modern age. And I think that Michael looked at that and says, you know, I'm going to take a page from Rocky Wirtz and do something a little bit differently. No question. And I would I would take it even uh, deeper than that, Hoodie, and I'd say in order to win in the modern NBA, you have to be willing to spend on all levels. Mm-hmm. And that goes far deeper than just the encore product, which is always most important. But you just have to be willing to spend money. And historically, when you talk to people in the league, I mean, I had my my years in Chicago seen at firsthand with the organization and kind of shaking my head at different decisions. But when you talk to people in the league, that is the reputation. And it has been for years that uh, the Reinsdorfs were all about the profit and they weren't always as concerned as what was happening on the floor. And whether that was fair or not, especially after they had the success with Michael and Scotty and those 90s Bulls, uh, it, it didn't matter in the sense that that was how they are perceived. That's how they've been perceived uh, for years and years. And now, finally, you make the front office switch that was uh, years in the making that should have happened, frankly, several years ago. You make the coaching switch that everybody knew you needed. So you are trying to change the narrative and uh, I give Michael credit for at least that because I'm with you on All-Star Weekend. That's embarrassing yeah. for, for the city but for the organization. The Bulls are this iconic franchise in the league. There are a lot of proud people that work in the organization and they're just getting, they've been getting laughed at uh, repeatedly uh, since, I mean you can, you can point to the moment in time too. You fire Thibodeau, you hire Hoiberg, you sell him as the guru uh, offensively and the great communicator. They don't have success in that first year. Uh, you sign Wade and Rondo. And f- just from that, the last few years have just been uh, embarrassing for the, the organization. So I think they're finally on the right track. I like the decisions that they've made in the short term. And now you just have to follow that up by continuing to spend money and trust the people that you've hired to do the job. Lastly, Nick, from Jim, from um, Donovan's standpoint, I guess there was a couple options. He could have sat out for what he could perceive as a better job. If he goes to college, who knows what's going on with college? You got you got uh, Coach K and Bayheim sitting around saying, "Let's let everybody in, everybody <laughs> no in." Coach that's been in the NBA wants to go back to college. <laughs> the, you know, uh, the only way you go back to college is if you can't get another job in the league. Yeah, if the money's right, you know what I'm saying. Like, I look, look, okay. So the Donovan story. Before I get to that, the Donovan story is 
What was his first job he was supposed to take? The Orlando job and turned it down, right? I was at that press conference. How about that? Well, you got to talk about that for a second because his first job was supposed to be the Orlando job and he turns it down and goes back to Florida. And and it was so awkward because I can still remember a member of the Magic staff has got a, a huge flower bouquet to give his wife. It was a... It was a happening within Central Florida because remember this is right at the time he's had unbelievable success at the University of Florida. Uh, they're coming off titles. You're thinking, oh my gosh, the Magic got the guy. They have the press conference. Uh, he's named the head coach, and then he gets cold feet. And you're going, what? What? You know what's going on? And the Magic. Uh, end up hiring Stan Van Gundy, which in the in the moment was also a really good hire. He, he brought him to the finals. But you thought, does Donovan ever really want to be in the NBA? And he stays in Florida a few more years. Uh, and then he he jumps at the chance to, to coach Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. But it speaks to what you're saying, Hoodie, because when you go back in time and you look at the coaches that have jumped from college to the pros, what do they all say? They can't stand the process of recruiting in college. It drives them crazy. So the only guys that end up going back to college after they get fired from that first NBA job are the guys that can't find a way to stay in the league and get another one. Shout out to Avery Johnson. And so uh, so having said that... <laughs> no, hey, he got two chances. Though. He got two chances, <laughs> yes, Avery did. Yes, yes, he did. I guess my point was is that if you're Billy Donovan, you had some choices. He could have done television, and there's only a few jobs open. He, there was, I guess, the Brooklyn job was never going to be there for him because I guess KD would shut that down. And the Indiana job, it's a team that's kind of in the middle. It's a playoff team, but it's a team that's still trying to find an identity uh, with Victor Oladipo. So maybe for him, to Chicago, the money, the the city, uh, and the prospects of trying to grow a team was better versus other places that he could have gone. And you and I know this as well as anybody and anybody who has lived in the city and followed that team for years and years understands this as well. When the Bulls are relevant and they have a good roster and they're winning games, there aren't many better places to be than the United Center watching that team play. The city, when that Bulls team is good, is electric. And Billy Donovan knows this. I mean... He's been watching games like everybody else. He's been playing against the Bulls now in the league for years. Uh, he, he has talked to Joaquin Noah, I'm sure, over time about what being in Chicago entails. And, and Hoodie, I can't stress this enough. If I'm the Bulls, when the opportunity arises, you sign Joaquin Noah, you bring him in. Billy Donovan trusts him. Joe trusts Billy. And... Joe becomes the Udonis Haslam of the Bulls the yeah. next couple of years as that veteran presence in the locker room. Uh, but aside from that, which I do think would be key not only for the young players on the roster, uh, but a PR home run because Joe's still so beloved in the city. Billy Donovan is not a dumb guy. He's not coming here to lose. I am sure uh, that they've told him we are going to open up the wallet to make sure that you've got a team that can start playing at a higher level. The issue to me in hiring Billy in this moment is 
You look at the roster, and it's not very good. No. So you've got to hope that Donovan, through his all his years in college, through his time in OKC, especially last year, can develop some of these players on a, a much faster basis than Boylan and, and Fred did. You need Lowry Markkinen to be much better. You need Zach Levine to learn to play more consistent defense. Wendell Carter has got to open up offensively because he just didn't get enough touches and build enough confidence to do it. So those are the keys. You've got to get your younger players to be better than what they've shown, and you've got to hit on this pick that's coming up next month in the draft. Cannot wait for you to return to the Bulls beat. Uh, I would say maybe not move downtown. Some of those businesses are closed now. But maybe <laughs> so maybe the north side or maybe Bronzeville, maybe a little culture on the south side. Maybe that's a good idea go. for you. But can't wait for you to pack your bags and come back and cover the Donovan era for the uh, and the Art Carney era uh, for the Chicago Bulls because they're back, baby. They're back. I miss you. <laughs>